2: Block.
0: Welcome back, everybody, to Infinite Love Talk Radio. We are your hosts, Doug and Jackie, or D&J. We want you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the show.
3: That's right, and you can call in at any time and join us right here. You can join in the conversation by calling in at 347-215-8305 or by going to our chat room throughout the entire show.
0: That's right. This is a show about opinions and ideas concerning domestic abuse, and violence in today's society and how to deal with it, as well as science to look for in a relationship that may be prone to it. Also, we will offer information on how to get help. We will cover NBA pro sports, fashion, beauty, love, romance, and, of course, lifestyle, and much, much more. We'll begin with the main topic, and that is domestic violence, why it occurs and how to end it. Okay, um, It's a topic that affects so many people um, in, in so many places. There is no economic or social um, eco-social background um, that you could live in or have that you're not affected. It's everywhere. It's with children. And domestic violence doesn't just come between partners or couples. It also can happen in families. Um, it can happen, um, you know, people, you've heard of the term child abuse, that type of thing. Anything domestic is where there's a, there's a group of people or a, a couple or two people that are involved that know each other. And when the police are called, they ask, do you know this person? And they consider that domestic violence. Um, it, um we want to talk about how you can see if your relationship is prone to it, and also we'll offer information on how to get help, okay? So um, talking about that today, let's jump right into one of the other ways that um, violence and domestic violence can, can happen.
3: Well, you know what that is, baby, and that one of those is verbal abuse. Mm-hmm. And the fact is that it is morally and emotion- morally wrong and emotionally hurtful as physical abuse. Verbal abuse is just as bad, and most people, um, you know, they can say, you know, I had a bad upbringing, and they find themselves later in life, they become the abuser. And that's not to say that that's an excuse at all, because it is not, because like I said, it's morally, it's it's totally wrong. It's just plain unacceptable, and I would have to say that counseling is always necessary and a good choice for anyone who cannot control abusive behavior, because uh, verbal. Abuse is just as bad, like I said, as physical abuse, because people sometimes, you know, get angry. They can't control their temper. They can't control their mouth. All of a sudden, they're saying all these different things to somebody, and that a lot of the times leads to the physical type of abuse. So you have to watch. If you see the signs of verbal abuse, watch out for it.
0: Oh, most definitely, and you know, it's really, really, really all about maturity, you guys. It's all about, you know, how mature are you? I mean, everyone loses their temper, and that's understandable. You know, the everyday pressures and and so on and so forth that happens in life um, can be there. You know, can can be a factor. It's not an excuse, but a lot of times it is something that happens. Um, I see the call lines lighting up. I hear music playing. Um, you know, this is a real important topic that we're covering today. All about domestic abuse and violence, um, mentally and physically, as my husband was speaking, you know, um, mental abuse and verbal abuse is just as bad as physical abuse. Um, Here's a few tips um, on that, very subject, um, on spotting it and what to do if you find yourself involved with it. If your maid loses its temper very easily over small things, they yell, also destroys your property or theirs with no regard to losing their self-control, or they threaten or use harmful tomatoms whenever upset, or they can be extremely jealous and confrontational at times and always needs to be right. If You know, if they're not allowed to be, they get agitated and violent. These are all signs and symptoms of something that will progress into domestic violence. The list goes on, but, you know, I just really wanted to point out a few things and a few warning signs, and we'll get into different ways that you can help yourself to get out of it or help your mate if you love your mate. Because a lot of times, it's like we said, it's, you know, growing up, that's what they saw. So they really don't know how to control their own behavior, and help is what's going to help them to get it under control I'm a person that you know when I was younger I had a bad temper but I learned eventually that you've got to control your temper you cannot be hostile you cannot act that way it's not acceptable it's not fair it's not right and you know as I got into my teen years I realized that that's not really what you want no one wants to be known as the big bully on top of you will end up Losing your freedom. And we watch shows all the time about um, the first 48 where people go to jail or locked up or locked up abroad. There's so many different um, consequences when you're that way. So anybody out there listening, this show is all about – trying to get a handle on this whole thing. You know, with you see things, you know, entertainers from, you know, the situation that happened with the pop stars. I won't name any names. Hopefully everybody has learned from that. I think they have, and, you know, I wish them nothing but the best. But at the same time, you see, there's no boundaries. It happens everywhere in every background. It happens in Hollywood. It happens in, the, you know, the poor areas and neighborhoods. It happens in other countries, whereas in other countries, if you look on Google and, and put in rules, regulations, consequences, or sentences in other countries of domestic violence, you would be surprised that a lot of people are killed for that behavior. They, they lose their life. They don't just lose their freedom because they figure if you're violent to your mate or to someone in your family or your child, you'll be violent to other people, and those, those countries take it very serious. So these are just topics that we're talking about, and we're going to offer you some tips now on how to combat it somehow.
3: Yes, as my wife was saying, that when you look on television and you see a lot of the shows, especially you know, lock-up and prison shows like that, they have one common denominator. And a lot of times the kid... Saw or the individual saw violence growing up and was not taught the right way to handle anger so they get used to dealing with it in the wrong way with their temper violence and the situation obviously comes out of control and before they know it they're into a situation where you are locked up 23 24 hours a day and all of a sudden you know it, it obviously sometimes makes it even worse but if they were, you know, shown maybe how to handle that and maybe that's guidance counselors and different things as you're growing up, learning how to deal with these certain situations. I think it will go a lot lot further with the individuals and obviously like my wife was saying with society as a whole and teaching that this is not something that is going to be tolerated in day to day life. It's not gonna be tolerated in relationships and you have to figure out a different way to deal with these situations because they are gonna arise from being out in traffic and people losing their temper because, you know, I'm late to work and all of a sudden I'm mad and someone slammed into me or cut me off or took my parking spot. These are those situations when God is saying to you, you know, here's a here's a, like a, a, a practice for you to deal with that anger. How do you handle it? Do you just see that, you know what, it's really not that big of a deal and I need to move on and find another way to deal with this situation or don't deal with this situation at all and find something else to do uh, totally. So uh, a lot of the times, like I was saying, growing up you see that, but that's not an excuse. You have to find a way to get past that.
0: Most definitely, and another way you can do it is you can talk to your family. Let them in on the person's behavior very early on as they are your best support system usually, and they can offer great heartfelt advice. Also, they will not be surprised when the relationship ends or um, they'll be ready and be aware of the person's bad ways and they can help you to move on or they can alert authorities and so on and so forth. And if you have a family such as we have, myself and my husband, they're very protective and if, if you know, if you're in a situation where your family's not, it's unfortunate, but I'm sure that there's extended family that would love to assist you in any way. Sometimes people just find themselves stuck in a rut or in a situation that they cannot move past. And there's girls that I know growing up that would say, you know, if I break up, you know, I'm going to lose this or I'm going to lose that or he's going to be violent or he's going to harm our child or whatever the the situation. There's always a way out. Hopefully you're not with someone that is a manic depressant or a suicidal individual or someone that may harm yourself them and your child if there's a a kid involved hopefully you're with someone that you can reason with and just explain that look your temper is out of control you're just not a a person that anyone really is going to want to deal with going through life because it's just volatile it's dangerous a person losing their temper that would react in such a way that they have no other way to communicate they really don't i hate to say it but they really don't deserve life because you're going to take someone else's behind your ignorance. And that's what it is, is ignorance. I have to control myself and I have to learn how to control myself is what the question is, and if they don't know how, then they really shouldn't do grown-up things or be in a relationship or be in a family where everyone's trying to talk, and if they have to be the right one and they want to react violently, I mean, you guys see it. It's in the papers. It's everywhere, every day. You're reading about different violent behavior from someone that felt like they got the worst end of the stick and they don't like the way they look or they don't like the way they were treated, so they come out and lash out, and they punish not just the person that inflicted whatever abuse on them, but they punish everyone else, innocent people, themselves and everybody and so if society doesn't you know start taking a hard strong look at this it could become one of the number one killers just like AIDS and cancer and breast cancer and heart disease you know this is very important this is something that could be totally avoided I mean you can't you can't say if you're chosen to get cancer you can't say whether you're going to have a bad heart But you do have control over the way you behave, and people have this control over the way they behave. And it's it's really unfortunate that there's been cases already where people have lost their lives. But if we start right here on Infinite Love Talk Radio and some of these other shows talking about it, facing it, um, dealing with it. I know I got a lot of emails from you guys to our MySpace and different emails just asking, are we going to cover this topic? Here we are today addressing it. We understand how important it is. But you also have to, you know, try to put yourself in the person's shoes that's being abused, and you can't be insensitive and say, well, you're sticking around, because sometimes there's some other mediating factors that those people are involved in. So we do feel your pain, and, you know, even the people that's causing the abuse, you need help. You need to get out, get yourself some help, or sit down, read a book. There's a lot of educational books at the library for free to rent, or go to Barnes & Noble, pick up books on you know, bad tempers, um, domestic violence, losing your temper, gaining control of your life, bettering yourself, all of those different things, because even if you get away with it in life, after afterlife, and when you have to face God, if you're God-fearing, or if you have faith in Jesus, you're going to have to answer that one day. So you have to ask yourself, is that something that I want to deal with, or am I just going to brush it under the rug and keep abusing these people that I say I care about and love, and then have to deal with it anyway then? Um, so these are just things that we wanted to talk about. We're not preaching to you. We're just giving you our opinions. Like we said, this show is all about opinions and ideas on how to deal with domestic violence and abuse. And we'll jump right down to number three.
3: And that is sitting down with your mate mm-hmm. uh, or family member or whoever is uh, you're in an abusive relationship with in this fact that you're not going to accept this behavior and mm-hmm. if, if relationship is going to continue, and that is more or less meeting the situation head on and trying to deal with it, and if it is something that is so violent that you can't talk, maybe you need to get a mediator, whether that's the police, like my wife said, family members, whatever it is,
1: and help
3: yourself to get out of that situation. Don't wait for something bad to happen because ultimately, especially if you've got children and different things like that, it's not fair to them that you are staying in a situation for whatever your crutch or reason is, you have to deal with it. So sitting down with your mate or family member or whoever is, uh, is dealing with that situation and having a discussion is a big one.
0: Oh, most definitely. As you heard, my husband, you got to talk to somebody. Don't hold it in. And lastly, alert the police and any other organization in your area that deals with this type of situation at the first signs of abuse. From anyone, I mean, you, you can't hide it. You have to get them involved because they will have a record that never, ever goes away. And if you find yourself in something worse down the line, you could say, well, at this time, this is what happened, and I'm sorry, but it also will show a pattern in that person's behavior, and hopefully they will then be able to either get them help at that point or they will know that this person is just has no, no regard for another person's, uh, personal space in their body and their mental and physical condition so they decide that they want to inflict pain on someone then they will know how to you know, deal with that. The consequences will of course be a lot harsher but if you don't alert someone no one won't know and sometimes there's been abusers that was able to flip the script and say meaning turn it around and say wait a minute she was abusing me or he was abusing me and as we stated in the um, early part of the show it, physical and mental abuse doesn't just have to be inflicted by men to women. Domestic abuse can be afflicted by mother to child, uh, wife to husband, girlfriend to boyfriend, girlfriend to girlfriend, girlfriend to, you know, aunt, uncle, whoever. It's a person, another person that you know, and the police will explain this if you're ever in that situation, that it's someone else that you know that you have Physical altercation, a physical altercation with, and they can even sometimes label it domestic violence if it's mental, if it's threats involved. Um, we happen to know some people that's currently going through some situations like that where they're being threatened, and, you know, the only line of advice we can give them, and I'm sure they're probably even listening in on the show, is get help call someone, contact the police. There's a thing called restraining orders that you can go and get, and that person can not come within 50 feet of you. If they do, they're arrested immediately and they are charged. It's not only criminal trespass, it's all kinds of different charges that will be there. And they're, they're usually looking at about six months in jail. And I'm not, you know, endorsing for people to get other people put in jail i'm just saying if you feel threatened or harmed or someone's going to do something to you first and foremost warn them and explain to them if you do not continue this you know if you don't stop discontinue this behavior stop what you're doing and saying i'm going to have to get the police involved once i get them involved i'm going to ask for a restraining order once that happens you cannot come or talk call me contact me, come within 50 feet of me, or you're going to be arrested. I mean, sometimes that invokes a person to get more angry, but sometimes it diffuses the situation and they go, wait a minute, this person cares enough or they're not trying to hurt me, they're just wanting me to leave them alone. So there's so many different things, but get a professional's help. We're not doctors, we're just offering our insight, our ideas, our opinions. We originally were going to do a five-panel person, but we decided we're going to do that later in the year when we really, 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 focus on this. We are um, you know, going to bring it to the forefront in a powerful way. Um, we want to get some people that's actually went through domestic abuse and violence and, and came out on the other end and different folks like that. So it's going to be a huge and interesting show later on, but I just wanted to tell you guys today, we really wanted to touch on these topics.
3: That's right. This has been an enlightening conversation, folks, and one, like my wife said, that we will be talking about again in the future because it is something that is not going away and living in a society that is so violent from a past to the present and hopefully not into the future we can get a grip on this and move forward. So stay tuned and know that this is something that we will be addressing again.
0: Most definitely, and please remember, you guys, never do to others that in which you do not want done to you. Again, i repeat that. Never do to others that in which you do not want done unto you, especially if that person is God-fearing. I'm going to tell you guys a little secret. God is good, and he protects his own. And those people that believe and follow and, and try to live their life the best that they possibly can, closest to what he's asking, are protected. And things and good will continue for them, and it's unfortunate what, what happens to those abusers. So, Remember, never do unto anybody else what you don't want done unto you. And in the world of beauty, one can't help but wonder about all the fantastic products and stuff out there. And so today we're gonna to share a few of our own tips and ideas with you guys as well as a few tips on fashion and lifestyle. That
3: is right, baby. Today <laughs> I have for everybody first and foremost bow ties. That's right. OG style bow ties. And you know what, guys? Many men's stores will have pamphlets. You can go in, they will show you how to tie a bow tie so that you aren't buying the clip on kind, that you can actually get some style and tie the bow tie for yourself, as well as there's a lot of different wins or not, half wins or not. There's a lot of different knots that tie in a regular tie, but get yourself a bow tie. Check it out. Be original. Be a little bit different and, uh, and improve your style.
0: That's right, that's right, and guess what, in skin, you guys, never, never, never go to bed wearing makeup. It not only damages your skin, it also will age you prematurely as well. So be sure to develop a good facial cleansing system for yourself and your children if you have kids to keep your skin looking great always.
3: That is correct. Also, we have vests, and we're talking down vests. With the winter coming, it's going to start getting cold. And for a lot of people, they don't like to wear the whole coat. Get yourself a vest, and then you wear a long sleeve shirt with it. You can stay warm. You can wear a hoodie under it. uh, And they got them at REI, Eddie Bauer, The Gap, all those different types of outdoorsy type of stores. But check them out. Get yourself a vest, a lot of different colors. If you like it shiny, they come, dull, any color that you want. Down vest.
0: Oh, most definitely, and that song happens to be Casino by one of our artists, and I see that everybody's liking it, but I'm going to jump right on down into my next tip about fashion, long dresses and go-go boots, for a fashion twist, ladies, it is sure to please your guy, any type of long dress, you put it on with some boots, and just give it a whole different jazzy flavor, they got a lot of dresses out now that's long, that have sleeves on them, I know you're going, well, the summer's almost over, and all of that style's kind of played out, it's going to get wintertime, but oh no, they got some fabulous dresses that you can rock with boots, all winter long, make your own style up, be fashionable at the same time, drop a long coat on with it, and just go ahead about your business.
3: And parents, as schools <laughs> starting, we encourage you to get your kids, read to them, let them read to you, let them read by themselves. One of the best ways, though, to really help your kid if they don't like reading in front of people, talking in front of people, all those different type of things, is have them stand up and read aloud. Or you can sit down, but reading aloud just... It adds so much to your reading because you learn to read with personality and exclamations and questions and different things that really can teach a child. But going into school, a lot of the times when you're sitting in class, and this happened to me, they would asked me to read, and when I was younger, I wasn't a good reader. So it, it, you all of a sudden, you get inverted. Get out there, parents, encourage your kids to read.
0: Almost definitely you see what I'm saying, my got some great tips that's a lifestyle tip, and here's the final one in this section y'all the portable dVD movie player it is a must, okay. We just took one on a East Coast trip that we made recently, and we watched this movie. It was fantastic. let me tell you it was it was called Tyson and it was for Mike tyson. It was awesome I mean the mo the movie player the the whole clarity of it we got the sony one and you can get a place called Fred Meyer where we're from and it was just fabulous. The hearing you could put your earphones in there. We heard it. It was clear. We could even turn up the volume and it was like you was watching your own high def television. It is fantastic. They also play Blu-ray discs and stuff so get yourself the portable DVD player especially for the winter months. I know some of you people out there travel and you're going to be having to catch those flights and it's nothing better than entertain yourself. If you don't happen to go on Delta, a lot of those airlines don't have movies unless you're going four hours or more so if you're just going on a two or three hour flight. That's enough time to watch a movie, right, babe?
3: Correct. And (laughs) as we love the radio, we want to keep you current with what's going on, and there are a lot of things that are going on in the world, and we're going to begin with...
0: Oh, my God, the police hunt for clues on a missing student. You guys, check this out. Police reportedly have questioned a professor who canceled a class about the same time a Yale graduate student, Annie Lee, disappeared on Tuesday. By the way, I'm going to give you a little background on Annie Lee. She was scheduled to be married as well this week. A New Haven police source told New York Daily News on Friday that detectives became suspicious about the timing of the canceled class, which Lee was supposed to attend. University Vice President and Secretary Linda Lorimer told the Yale Daily News on Saturday that the police are interviewing many people concerning her and there is no reason to believe any professor is a suspect at this time in this case. Meanwhile, family members have canceled Lee's wedding ceremony plan for the weekend, and more than 100 investigators scramble for clues on her disappearance. Lee, a 24-year-old doctoral student from Placerville, California, was set to get married Sunday at the North Ritz Club in Sissy set. I can't pronounce that. So if it's wrong, I apologize. New York. Workers at the club said the wedding was canceled Friday. Police said fiance Jonathan Wadowski, a Columbia University student graduate, is not a suspect and is assisting with the investigation. So it's really sad. So keep in your prayers, y'all.
3: Yes, infectious germ is found at public beaches. Uh, dangerous staph bacteria have been found in sand and water for the first time at five public Uh-oh. beaches along the West Coast, and that is by Washington State. So that's real alarming to us because that's Uh-oh. where we are at. And scientists think that the state is not the only one with this problem. The germ is called the MRSA, methicillin resistant Staphylococcus allurus, is a hard-to-treat bug once rarely seen outside of hospitals, but that increasingly in spreading, in ordinary community settings such as schools, locker rooms, and gyms. The germ causes nasty skin infections as well as pneumonia and other life-threatening problems. It spreads mostly through human contact. Little is known about environmental sources that also may harbor the germ. Now, in a new study, researchers um, researched 10 beaches in Washington along the West Coast and in the Puget sound from February to September of 2008, and the staph bacteria were found in nine of them, including five with the MRSA. The strands resembled a highly resistant one that are usually found in hospitals rather than the milder strands um, that are, you know, acquired in community settings. But uh, for the Californians and maybe some Oregonians, no staph was found in the samples of two Southern California beaches. I don't know. Maybe that's the heat that's killing it off. But uh, if you're in Washington, look out, people.
0: Definitely, and the winter's coming, so you guys really don't want to be hanging out at beaches anyway, but I know sometimes you want to go down there and have a glass of wine or something and sit at the beach. Just be careful, as my husband said, it is being found not only in the water, also in the sand, so that could be really dangerous. We have a place called Seward Park, so is it down there
3: no, because uh, well, it could be because you know, with Lake Washington, it, it eventually gets to the Pacific Ocean and everything. Oh. But uh, for the most part, we're we're talking out on the Washington coast, so um, you know, it's more of a coastline, the coast of Washington, Oregon, and definitely down in California. You know, if it's in the water, it's it's ultimately going to spread. But hopefully, they can get uh, get it corralled and kill it off.
0: Wow. Next and finally in current events and news, we have the newest bogus airport threat is suspicious powders, you guys. By now, most people passing through the airport are unaware or aware, actually, of dangers of liquid. I'm sure you know not to carry tiny bo- tiny bottles or big bottles because they're going to take it from you. They always take my water and my vinegar, all that stuff. I always get mad. But anyway, they take it and throw it away. Now there's a threat that has been neutralized. They, they also said that the TSA has discovered that certain kinds of powder can be used in the creation of improvised explosive devices. They're going to start screening for suspicious containers of powder. So in the picture, they have like some baby powder just showing you. Airports have been outfitted with new equipment for testing powdered substances. So you might want to make sure that you put any type of thing if you're traveling in your suitcase just so they don't take it and throw it away because even if it's totally innocent, they probably are going to not allow it and I, I would – prefer that they didn't because we actually was flying back from a place the other day and um, there was some people on there and I was not, um, what do they call that racial profile and I wasn't but there was some people on there that really made me very nervous and my husband, was knowing him, he's very calm and cool and collected and he's like well we're up here now so there's nothing we can do but there was some people that was sitting next to us across the aisle and he had his cell phone and he just kept on using his cell phone even when they said all electronic devices must be turned off and it's like before we actually took off you guys he went to the restroom and like with his phone, he made sure he had his phone and when he came out he was pushing these buttons so I'm like looking at my husband like honey he's like pushing buttons buttons, you know, I'm nervous. I mean, what if you know, he's letting them know that okay, we're about to take off. So I mean there's you gotta be cautious. So, you know, I'm just sharing that story with you because I know how it can be and if I see somebody with powder now I'm gonna panic because I know that they're saying that it can be used for those type of things too. Needless to say, we got home safe. He just stared at us through the whole flight, and it was very scary for me because my husband went to sleep like he does. And every time I would look up, he would be sitting there just staring right at me, and I was thinking, I'm the one that he's going to, you know, take the razor blade and cut first because he noticed that I noticed him. So I had my towel, like my blanket wrapped around my arm, ready to, like, protect my neck if he did this for four hours, y'all. So anyway, on to other topics. <laughs> other topics, we'll go on into... Um, the as next as thing, and this is
3: uh. <laughs> now we are going to have, well, I won't say have, but we need 60 seconds. Oh, my God. With, at e. Christie, can we get 60 Oh, my,
0: ah, my
3: God.
0: You know what, actually, I was going to skip this part because I don't think I can do this in 60 seconds. I'm going to try, you guys, like when I was, like, saying, okay, I'm going to do this 60 seconds. There's a lot more than that. I'm going to try. you got to stopwatch, baby, because I really want to see it this way.
3: I'll, I'll count in my head. Okay. I got it.
0: Okay. Okay guys. Today more than anything I really wanted to share some of my inner thoughts with all of you guys. Okay, number one, achievement. I desire to achieve all my goals. I want to accomplish all in life that I set out to do. Sometimes I even fall short, but I never give up trying. Number two, desire. I feel a deep burning inside most always to love deeper and harder and stronger. Yet I get to be loved just as intensely. I'm blessed. That's for my husband, y'all. Pleasure is the keeper of life, really, and we all want it and strive to have it. And even when we get it, we are still not totally fulfilled. We got to work on that. Pain, the mere word itself brings grief. No, I don't want to feel it or have it or live it. Um, I just want it to go far, far away, but yet it truly engraves character in us and our souls, so I welcome it. Fear, yes, I feel it, I live it, and I know it, and I don't like this emotion, but even I crave it, Okay. It it makes me stronger every time I face it and wiser each time I get through it. it, (laughs) Through it most often, I conquer it only to live it again. Satisfaction, yes, I would say that I am most of the time, except when I don't get what I want. Then, no, I'm not satisfied. But I try harder. I strive deeper. Loyalty is a character trait I feel is embedded into my core. I cannot be an unloyal person even if I tried Curiosity, yes, I wonder. I true, I, um, I try to get the answer. I don't know. I mean, I don't, however, think or speculate the grass is greener on the other side. Um, courage is a must to have for life throws all kinds of curveballs. And without the courage to deal with each it each time, you miss the ball after you swing your hardest. I would be lost. Wisdom, we all have it. It is up to us to use it in every part of our lives. Thanks. And that was my 60 Seconds. Did I make it? Uh,
3: oh, no, it was 90 uh, seconds. 90? Hey, that was, oh, my God. It was an upside-down <laughs> so it, it worked out, and it was a lot of good stuff for everybody out there, no question.
0: Okay, y'all. We have this sexy little era in which, area in which we share poetry and spoken word and all themed romantic with you guys, and today is no different. So I got some spoken word for you guys that I want to play, but it's not really spoken word. Um, it's a, uh, what would you call it, honey?
3: Music.
0: Music. Okay. Um, you guys ready for this? I, I know you're going to probably remember this, but um, this is out. Um,
3: Hit me.
1: All the chronic in the world can message you. are the ultimate heart. Huh? You know what now baby? Let's check this out. Take my money, my house and my car.
3: They gotta have to go get it. That is food. Notice it. Say that. <laughs> you gotta know that one right there. If you don't know anything, I know a lot of people out there are probably going that. I made a baby to that one. So we're gonna keep it, keep it, keep it ready for you guys. Now I got a little something for you. And uh usually a spoken word. Spoken word comes in a lot of different form, forms and today it comes to you in the form of a poem. And it's called Hello God. Hello, God. I called tonight to talk to you a little while. I need a friend who will listen to my anxiety and trial. You see, I can't quite make it through a day just on my own. I need your love to guide me so I'll never feel alone. I want to ask you, please keep my family safe and sound. Come and fill their lives with confidence for whatever faith they're bound. Give me faith, dear God, to face each hour throughout the day and not to worry over things I can't change in any way. I thank you, God, for being home and listening to my call, for giving me such good advice when I stumble and fall. Your number, God, is the only one that answers every time. I never get a busy signal, never to pay a dime. So thank you, God, for listening to my troubles and sorrow. Good night, God. I love you, too. And I will call again
0: tomorrow. Now that had to be the most touching and beautiful one you've written yet. I love it. And you guys when when you hear it, I'm hearing it too for the first time. When my husband's like writing I do bother him, he'd just be chilling in his own little area and then all of a sudden he plays he reads something that beautiful. He did that today. No,
3: so, I, can't, I can't claim that one. That, you that can't one claim that? no that one's not my I wish that one was mine. Oh, that I was, was about not mine. To say where'd was- you get it? Somebody was That was in the in my computer, one of the ones that wow. I got um uh un, well not unfortunately, but when my mom passed, this is one oh. of the ones that was given to us.
0: Well that was very beautiful. Whoever yeah. wrote it out there, y'all, all I was about to say it
3: doesn't have it it was unknown. So know.
0: So. Wow. I gotta have that. Honey. I definitely want that, you guys, but you see what I'm talking about. Usually when he writes these and he didn't tell me whether that's original or not, he just said I have a piece that I'm going to share today. So I'm like, wow, but I love it. I thought it was very cool, and I, I love them saying that I'll call again tomorrow. That's something that I do all day, every day, y'all. I don't know if you know that part about me, but, yeah, I just feel like that's where I get my confidence and that's where I get my drive to, to continue on because I know it's, all, it's bigger than me, definitely, and I think that um, – our relationship and our marriage and I'm just going to share this with you guys and our family and just all that we've been blessed with and our friends and good people in our life and even the bad people that help you to become a better person I think that, you know, is bigger, and I think that someone's in control of all that. So if you're out there and you have any animosities or anger towards anybody, forgive them. You know, use this poem that my husband just shared with y'all so that that'd be the starting point, and just forgive them. You don't have to deal with them. You don't have to associate with them because that could be dangerous, but definitely forgive them. Don't carry that burden. And we are going to jump right into questions and comments and thoughts that y'all had and you sent in to us, and today we have um, some things for you. We'll start with my husband.
3: The first one says, J&D, and by the way, this comes from Kim in Jersey City. She said, J&D, can you share what your first romantic date was like, baby?
0: Um, thank you, Kim, in New Jersey um, or Jersey City. Is that the same place as New Jersey?
3: well it's in New Jersey, Jersey, oh. yeah.
0: Um, I think that our first date was with my husband came over, and was it wasn't your friends came with you that
3: time? Uh, yeah. so long yeah, ago. Yeah.
0: Okay, I would Uh say that was, well, no, that wasn't us by ourselves. So our first romantic date was after that, about three weeks or something or a month after that. We went to Ralph's, um, this place on the south end that they used to have that had, like, shrimp. My husband called me up. He wasn't my husband at the time, but he called me up and was like, what are you doing? I said, oh, nothing, just watching videos. And he was like, you want to ride with me? I'm about to go get something to eat. And I thought, oh, my God, nobody's ever called me and said, you want to ride with me? I'm going to get something to eat. It's usually, you know, you know, go out to dinner or you want me to come over and visit type of thing. So I said, yeah, let's go. And we rode out to the place and then um, we ate and then we drove back and watched um, videos and movies. And then it was, it was just a very romantic, sweet dinner and I thought it was cool. So that's my yeah. memory What's yours then.
3: Uh, we had a walk, we went on a walk, and actually oh, yeah. we ended up moving to the same area that we walked, actually, exactly where the footsteps tread, oh, yeah. so that was my first, I would say, first memory of a romantic date with my wife. Thank you very much, Kim and City.
0: <laughs> next we got, before we jump into sports, because I know you guys are just itching and just waiting, you want to hear all about it, but the next one is Jackie and Doug, or Jackie when Doug proposed, what did you say to him? And that's Marcus from Seattle, Washington. Marcus, I said... Are you serious? And he laughed and said, of course. And I said, no, for real. For real, though. No. Because he was just not the marrying kind. In fact, he told me, I will never get married. I will follow my father's footsteps and I will never marry. And I thought, oh, my God, okay, no problem, whatever. So I had accepted, you know, just us kicking it and being girlfriend, boyfriend, father, mother, parents of our daughter. And when he, when he said it, it was like, okay, if you're for real, hell, yeah, let's do this. And we did. And that was it. <laughs> the rest is history.
3: That's a good one. You know, I, when I said that, it was funny because my dad had been married previously. But anyway, oh, I didn't okay. know that. See, I learned a lot Can <laughs> You guys recommend a good romantic movie that's out right now to take a girl to that I really want to impress. Uh, impress? Well, I would
0: say they need to take her. He needs to take her to Marley and Me. That's starring Jennifer Aniston, and they have a dog in the movie, and the dog, it'll break your heart at the end. I won't tell you what it's about, but it's a very romantic, loving, family-type movie, or there's Always Obsessed, too, starring Beyonce and, and that dude. What's the dude's name?
3: Well, I don't know, but... The one know. all the women
0: love. You know, it's a, they all go crazy for this this new actor. He's awesome. We actually met him at Chris's um Bada Bling in... Vegas, and I forgot his name for some reason, but he's a fantastic actor. He starred in it, um, Opposite Al- Beyonce. Nova. Nova. Yeah, Idris Elba. Al- Idris Elba. Al- 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 yeah, and it's called Obsessed. And then the last and final one that me and my husband got to watch the other day at this fantastic, phenomenal, oh, my God, off the chain, and i got to share with him. The W Hotel in Atlanta is retarded, okay, and I say that in a good way. It is the best. We've never stayed at a hotel like that, and we are sprung. We are in love with that hotel. It has everything. The food is just ridiculous. You go into your room, and you've got these big, huge flat screens. It's like you're in a the movie theater, surround sound, bosey system, filthy fly fresh. I mean, I ain't even going to go no further. It's just if you can check out the W in Atlanta on 14th Street, do it. Anyway, we watched a movie called Madea Goes to Jail, and it's Tyler Perry because we're Tyler Perry fanatics. And it was so good. It had um, the one dude in there, Derek Luke, and it had some some great actresses in there. And it was just fantastic. We laughed, and it was romantic, and it was just cool through the whole movie. And we're gonna watch it again. Actually, I'm gonna buy it as soon as I can find out where they sell it, because I wanna watch it again tomorrow.
3: That is just up up down with it. Whether you got a wealth of knowledge or you got some knowledge of wealth, we're always trying to drop something all oh, year. And uh, first and foremost, we're yeah, going to leave you with some words from Caesar And he said, weenie, weedy, weesey. And that Ooh. means I came, I saw, I conquered. For those of you out there who are uh, following behind money, as sometimes we all do, we have some words from Sophocles, and that is money. money's the curse of man none greater. That's what wrecks cities and banishes men from homes. Hampson, the loose, the most well-meaning soul, pointing out way to infamy and shame. So be careful about that money, y'all.
0: That's deep. And I'm going to tell you guys one last thing that I want to share is if you have somebody special in your life and whatever it is, girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, wife, whatever it is, cherish that. we in, you know, some serious times right now and things is getting real ridiculous. It's rowdy out there and it's dangerous and you want to cherish your family and you want to cherish your mate. It's a special thing when you get that bond and everything is just kind of flowing. you're going to have ups and downs, but, you know, this show is all about intimate love and it's all about making things happen and, you know, all of that, and don't put anything before your mate. Even if you don't have anything, you've got each other. Okay, and we're going to jump right into that special segment right now.
3: I don't know what that segment is, but you know what it is. That's right. Are you ready for some football? Will, are you there because the NFL is popping, college football is popping, and I think we're going to stop there because, man, there is some things happening. Wizzle, are you in blog talk plan?
2: I am here and I am livid about the activity that's been going on. There's a lot. Let's start the gossip.
3: <laughs> well, we're the first and foremost, Notre Dame and Michigan. Both schools look to be back. Notre Dame lost today to Michigan 34 to 38 and won a humdinger. What do you say about those Wolverines?
2: Uh, obviously, that was a, a huge win for those guys and, uh, and also for the coach. I mean, you could just look back a couple of weeks ago. Uh, where they were actually uh, having an NCAA investigation uh, with allegations that he was working these guys in, in excess uh, of eight hours. So uh, that's something that's still under review. But hey, that's something uh, as a college athlete uh, that I uh, went through, and it's something that uh, maybe uh, uh, in different situations is taken to extreme. So, again, that's a report I'm, I'm curious about. But uh, with, through all that scrutiny and all that, they look good. They came out, and, his uh, job and, and, and the hard work they put in obviously is working because they needed it.
3: Well, you know we got a battle and we were gonna talk about that of two top ten teams, USC and Oklahoma State, but the I mean US and Ohio State, but the first top tier team to lose to a not ranked team was today. The Houston Cougars beat those Oklahoma State uh, what do you say about that? Number five, Oklahoma State, I'm sure they're going to be out of the top ten now. Uh, were they more of a fluke? Because I think since 1985 this is the first time they've been that high, and they lost then also. What do you say about Oklahoma State, those Cowboys? Uh,
2: obviously, uh, you know, that this is a loss that you got to take on the chin. It's one that's uh, it's humbling. It's a it's a black eye that you'll wear for the rest of your season. Uh, but, hey, it's something that happens in the sport. It kind of reminds you that you got to come with the mind frame and, and the mindset that we come to, to conquer, and, and there's really not another option. So uh, the coaching staff, uh, the players, and, and everything they do, and it needs to be reviewed, and uh, it's based upon how they took it on the chin. So, uh, again, it's just one loss, but in college football, you know what that means. So uh, on to the next.
3: That is totally correct. That means no BCS for everybody out there in Blog Talk Atlanta, unless everybody wins, uh, loses one game. Now, when you look at teams, uh, you, you look at sometimes, you know, like the Oklahoma State might overlook a Houston. Well, maybe last week Ohio State overlooked Navy. They still pulled it off, but today Ohio State cannot overlook the USC Trojans Pac-10 West Coast. That's where we're going to keep it. Uh, I'm going with the Trojans, Wizzle. Well, what do you got in this game? I, it just started a bit ago, and, and I'm sure it's some hard-hitting football. USC or Ohio State? Uh,
2: I'm a little bit biased, uh, and I'm taking the FC. I think that the starting quarterback, the freshman, is absolutely uh, the truth, and, and there's a reason that he's out there, and he looks as comfortable as he does. And and Not only that, When you look at uh, what they they lost in terms of players last year, they're returning nine players. So uh, nine players with a lot of good experience. You snap that quarterback in with that system that everybody knows, and they can pretty much take off where they left off uh, last year. It's not a knock against Mr. Pryor in in Ohio State. He's a very, very talented quarterback, big guy. Vince Young-esque, 6'5", you know, good speed. Uh, But uh, you're just playing those Trojans, and I think that it's going to come down to – uh, the introduction to, to some of the talent that we have on the West Coast
3: there you go keep it on the left coast everybody i'm sorry for everybody in the south and in the east but usc i think is going to pull it off matt barkley congratulations now before we jump into nfl because this sunday there will be some serious games being played whistle you know we got a fight coming up here floyd money mayweather versus mr juan marquez who by the way whistle and i'm going to talk this is september 19th so this is coming up just right around the corner he drinks his urine after he works out, and he says that it helps him. Uh, before you give me your pick, what do you think about the pee, buddy? Uh,
2: that's something different. I know that there's a, 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 a actually a percentage of water, uh, but it, I don't think that that would be anything that I would look to, you know, to to, to gargle down or nothing. It's kind of a little bit different. But, <laughs> hey, if it works for him, he's a tough guy. Uh, his record is, is really, really incredible, and if you had any chance to check out any of his fights, uh, he really throws in things, and he knows what he's doing in there. So, uh, you know, and hey, maybe this is a cutting-edge new technique.
3: <laughs> well, I'm going to go with Floyd Money Mayweather. Uh, who are you taking in this one?
2: I gotta go with Floyd in this one. Uh, the, the the matchup is is reasonably close. I think that Floyd does respect the fact that he's a good boxer. He'll step in. He's got a pretty good chin. He's got outstanding hand speed, and he really really puts a put some oomph behind his punches, if you know what I'm talking about. But he's still a little dude uh, in, in in terms of stature, uh, standing next to Floyd, and, and that's something you know where your uh, swagger takes over, and I think is Floyd will Uh, uh, a dazzling with hand speed and also for the prospects of the huge payday and that, and that next big fight that everybody's looking for.
3: Yeah, well, speaking of that, and excuse my play on words, I think Floyd Money Mayweather will knock the piss out of him. Now, that next fight that you're talking about, Wizzle, is Miguel Cotto, and he is facing Manny Pacquiao November 14th in Las Vegas. I don't even want to know who you think are going to win yet because we're going to wait to see this Floyd Money Mayweather fight. So everybody check that one out also coming up November 14th. Now, you know it's NFL time, baby, and that means week one. I want to tell everybody out there: last year, Whistle has an impeccable record, and if you were betting man, you made money on this man. So uh, I hope you're listening up, Whistle. Here we go. You ready? All right, we ready. We Baltimore. Who you got, KC of Baltimore?
2: I am going with Baltimore. They are uh, playing uh, obviously at a high level. Um, not to knock KC, I think they're a much improved team. Uh, The quarterback uh, with Mr. Matt Castle is a little bit of a question, but I do think that Baltimore will prevail.
3: Philly at those Carolina Panthers.
2: That's going to be a good game, and it's going to be actually a a huge come out for the Panthers to see what they're going to do. Uh, I'm going to go with Philly in this one. They're too tough, and I think that uh, a lot of the surprises uh, and everything will, will, will come to light, and I think people will realize that McNabb and what they got going is pretty special, so Philly in that one.
3: 08, winless Detroit
2: at New Orleans. That's going to be a good one, too. i got to go with Mr. Breeze. But, hey, it's not a knock against Detroit. They're a much-improved team. The quarterback situation has been stepped up with uh, with some amplified play, uh, with Mr. Culpepper pushing that, that paid rookie. So, uh, you know what, I think that they got a huge chance, and they're going to get some good wins, but this won't be the one.
3: Minnesota and Mr. Farb at Cleveland.
2: It's interesting that you go with Mr. Favre. Uh The story surrounding that arm is, is is something that makes you scratch your head, and the NFL is looking into that. But uh, we got to go with Mr. Farvin in this one, and the Vikings. They're too tough. I think Cleveland will put up a good fight, but we're going with the Vikes.
3: Miami is going to the ATL, and they will be taking on those Falcons. Who do you got there?
2: I am taking the Falcons at home. They're a tough team. Uh, they've got some outstanding talent, and they got a really good quarterback. So I'm going with those guys at don't they play well at home.
3: The Jacksonville Jaguars at Indy. I'm going
2: with Indy. You're at Indy. And I think there's going to be a come-out party for the coach and, and then some of the new tweaks that he's put in their system and also for Peyton Manning. Uh, I think that he's always the type of guy who's got a lot to prove, and so he'll be out with a lot to prove when they win at Well, you've
3: got to. You've got a troubled Denver team going to Cincinnati, and Ocho Cinco said the storm is coming. What do you got there?
2: I'm going to go with Cincinnati in this one. Uh, it might not be the most popular pick, but Mr. Palmer, uh, Carson Palmer, is really, really a great quarterback, and uh, he seems to be healthy right now. And even when he's around in the 90% uh, zone, he's pretty darn accurate. So uh, I'm going to go with him and, and what their new system can provide uh, this year.
3: Well, the Dallas Cowboys are going to be traveling to Tampa Bay. Who do you take, uh, the boys or the Bucks?
2: You know what? I like Tampa Bay. I like what they've been able to do in terms of getting rid of some of the old talent but keeping the physical mind state. But I really think that Tony Romo and the Cowboys have a lot to prove. It's going to be a really physical game. But I'm going to take the Cowboys on that side in on this one.
3: Now, the New York Jets and Mr. Sanchez are at the Houston Texans, and, uh, boy, do they have one heck of a receiver down there, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, Who you got in the Jets or the Texans?
2: I have the Texans in the come out. They're at home. They play extremely tough. Uh, I think they're just on the cusp of realizing what they are and who their identity is, and uh, I think this will be a good coming out party for them. So I'm going to go with the Texans in this one.
3: Starting right out with the lead game, St. Louis comes to the 206 to face the Seahawks. Who do you got there?
2: The Hawks? Okay, no, I'm sorry. I'm going with the Seahawks. Uh, I don't think a lot of people are considering uh, the type of talent that we have. Uh, if you're a fantasy football guy, you should really need to look at the relationship between Hasselback and who's your mama because it's going to be a big one this year, and I'm talking about 100 catches or so. So uh, it's going to be a, a big-time thing, and we've got a lot of talent. Talented positions. Uh, we picked up Efrain James. Uh, we just picked up uh, Ty Law. So uh, I think we're going to be a little bit solid back
3: there, and uh, we're going to we're
2: going to bring it to them. The Seahawks, in that one.
3: That's right. Washington Redskins at those Giants. I'm going
2: with the Giants. I know that uh, everybody's talking about Eli and who uh, who he's throwing the ball to. A lot of guys have been dropping the ball, but you know what? They'll keep dropping it and uh, they'll run the ball. I think the Giants will pull this one off.
3: Now, uh, right to league play again, 49ers at the Arizona Cardinals. This is going to be
2: a good one. Uh, you know, I obviously I'm a big Cardinals fan, but I'm really, really am intrigued by this year's 49ers team, and uh, this could be the type of team that makes Crabtree come up out of a, out of his shell and, and get his butt on the team because they're doing so well. Uh, but I'm going to take the – the uh the the experience that the Cardinals have in this one and I'm gonna go with them to win it home.
3: Well Sunday night football hosts uh the Chicago Bears at those Green Bay Packers. Two incredibly uh good quarterbacks are facing off. Who do you got Sunday night?
2: This is gonna be another good game. I got the Packers in this one and I don't think a lot of people give uh what the Pack has in terms of uh talent, uh and then some of the, the some of the play calling and skill they have. Uh, And also, Mr. Aaron Rodgers is the truth. And, hey, we're just talking about another Pac-10 guy. You can look him up as Cal. So uh, I really think he's confident. He's confident in his system and abilities. And uh, it could be their time to possibly make a good run into the playoffs.
3: Well, on Monday night, they've given us a double dipper. We're going to start it out with T.O. and those Buffalo Bills. They are going up to New England to face Tom Brady and those Patriots. Who do you got there?
2: I got New England in this one. It's going to be an uphill climb for Buffalo. Uh, obviously, it's going to be a coming out party for T.O., and I I really hope that he does well and that he just en- enjoys his time playing football and, and, and tries to go after what means the most the ring and records.
3: Well, San Diego is also going to be traveling to those lowly Oakland Raiders. I'm sorry, Oakland Raiders fans. I know you're throwing stuff at your computer right now, but you have been good lately. So San Diego and Mr. Marion and the Oakland Raiders, who do you got in that one?
2: Uh, Oakland will make it interesting uh, before halftime, but the Chargers will come back, and I think the people will really see what, uh, what the kind of quarterback that they have down there in Mr. Breeze. So, uh uh, you know, I, I I just really like what they have, and I, I like their talent. Uh, the a lot of the distractions that's going on with them, you know, hey, I think that just helps you focus on your work at hand. So I think the Chargers will be
3: fine. No question. Well, you heard it, ladies and gentlemen. Week one, Wizzle gives you his predictions. We will be. Uh it every week, so stay tuned. Now, Wizzle, NFL's got some comebacks this year. I'm going to give you a list, and I want to know who do you think out of this list is going to be the comeback player of the year. Carson Palmer uh, in Cincinnati, Sean Miriam San Diego, Tom Brady, of course, with those New England Patriots, and our own Matt Hasselbeck in Seattle, Osi Umanura in New York, and Carnell Cadillac Williams uh, in Tampa Bay, two years as many knee operations. Who you got uh, really coming back in back in the picture
2: this year you know that's a really good list each and every one of those individuals are huge in terms of contributions for their team uh, and the you know no uh, in the win and loss column in terms of if they're not on the field for you uh, but personally I got to go with Matt Hasselback. I just think that uh, having him healthy and having a system that's—I uh, that was kind of the last of the of the Mike Holmgren regime—is very important. And I think that it's geared to to get back in the Super Bowl. A lot of people don't realize that they were you know—the uh, the Hawks were there a few years ago. Uh, got rid of some pieces, but the pieces they got rid of to to upgrade are are, are speedy learners and and really good athletes and and, and good individuals. So uh, I, I really like what uh, a healthy hassleback could do for the Seahawks.
3: That is no question about it, everybody. You watch out west. Uh, no one's talking about those Seahawks. And, of course, we fly high in the sky. We're going to fly under the radar and land on somebody's back in that time before the Super Bowl. So be watching out for us. Wizzle, as always, we appreciate your insight into the world of sports. We'll be checking you out next week, week two of the NFL. And, of course, college football. We will see you next week, same time, same station.
2: Lime, Ginger, with a sour ball? I am. <laughs>
0: <old>. <laughs> hey, everybody. Thank you again. You know, it's always cool to hang out with you guys. And I see we had a lot of new callers, new listeners. This is hot. had some surprise people online listening. And uh, yeah, come back to us next Saturday. We'll be there at 5 o'clock, okay? That's a promise. All right. Peace.
2: Respect.